just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 116 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 6, episode 10. Even fairy tale characters would be jealous. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 6, Episode 10, Even Fairy Tale Characters Would Be Jealous, Dom we're here we are back how are you my friend i'm good i'm good it's nice to be back nice to be back in podland poddington um pod pod <laughs> all the pod words uh yeah it's good to be back good to be talking uh, with you my friend how the devil are you <laughs> good better for podcasting and seeing you it's nice to it's nice to be back. It's nice to to get back to work, baby. Get back to work. And that, let's start this off on a really good note because so we've been gone for a few weeks. But in those few weeks, the podcast has grown a little bit, baby. Grown. How dare it. Like we've been chart we've been charting quite high in like the American charts. And like we got up to 54 like yesterday or something uh for like tv after shows now i think i don't know i don't know i'm speculating i'm making shit up but to me the most popular podcasts out there are like true crime murder mystery stuff yeah and then they're after shows like as in you know pod meets world drama queens there's a million there's ones for every show out there isn't there yeah so if we get to 54 in america and we didn't even have an episode out. <laughs> like, as in, nothing fresh. You listen to the old shit. It's pretty good. That's pretty damn good going, isn't it? I, I think maybe we need a bigger gap. <laughs> <laughs> get people to, want to miss us. Get in that top ten, yeah. Maybe people are revisiting old episodes. They're going back and listening again and again and again. And keep doing it, everyone. Keep doing it. Love that. Well, we're at... 133,000 downloads. It's not bad, is it? I told someone about our downloads not long ago and they were like, like they'd asked me about podcasts. Oh, you do a podcast? I was like, yeah, yeah, I do a podcast. I do it with my friend Simon and, you know, like Wednesday nights all pretty much taken up by by doing that and, you know, this, that and the other. And I was like, oh, what do you podcast? I said, well, we, we started off with a film one. It started off as 90s films and then it sort of grew and developed and uh, now we do One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. Well, how did that come about? Well, Simon loves One Tree Hill. I've never seen it. Um, we talk about, we watch an episode and then we talk about it. But what's really interesting is once we finish talking about an episode, we then watch the next episode together and we have people that watch with us. And and they're like, oh, okay. And do these, are these people new to One Tree Hill? No, no, none of these people are new to One Tree Hill. They've all seen it before. Some of them have seen it a lot of times and some of them have seen it, you know, 
two, three times before. Right. So they're watching you watch Ron Drew Hill. Yeah, yeah. So I explain the whole sort of situation <laughs> scenario. And they're like, oh, okay, so do you know, like, how many downloads and stuff you've had? I said, I think we've had about, I think I went with, like, 120,000 downloads. And they were absolutely blown away. They were like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, 120,000 times. So we've had, a, a, like, 120,000 different people download. It was like, well, 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 like, it doesn't quite work like that. But there's 120,000 downloads of episodes of us talking about One Tree Hill and like that doesn't include streams and shit so you know it's probably more than that really and they were like oh my god they just couldn't believe it they were like this is just <laughs> unreal and it is unreal it was awesome yeah well I think it is awesome and that is such a funny that's the way I've described it to people as well is that it's the watch along element and do you know Craig Sheffer got it instantly when we interviewed him he was like Gogglebox it's like yes, yes it is essentially Gogglebox but you you're it's for you but it is different because we all know what's coming mm. and that's such a great element to it because we want to know and I like our on our discord we have our spoiler channel and so people are always like oh I can't wait to see how Dom reacts to this in tonight's episode or I can't you know what and a lot of that chat's been happening about tonight's episode. Do you know what? When you put the message out about tonight's episode, you put, and it's a big one or something like that, you made a comment about this being a like a big, important episode. So I have no idea what to expect. All I hope is that it's not disappointing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm well, expecting we'll Dan Scott and explosions. That's all I want. Well, you'll see. But yeah, <laughs> I... I if we hadn't have taken the hiatus, I think this would have been one of them ones where you'd have seen, oh, there's 40 people in the waiting room. But because we've taken the hiatus, I don't know if we might have lost a bit of momentum. Like, we kind of grow momentum and people knew that this episode was coming. So I, I'm still hopeful that we'll have a good amount of people, but we might, it might not perform like how, like the biggest we've ever had was... Um, Three sixteen, right for yeah. sure yeah 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 oh jimmy you keep calling it a hiatus i'm not sure i agree i think it's just a it's just a <laughs> just a gap it's just a bit of a gap wasn't it a few weeks off vacation you had some time yeah. to reset get some shit sorted and for me to do some other stuff for three weeks, do something different <laughs> Is it throwing you off that my background's different? It throws me off. I'm not comfortable with it yet. No, not at all. <laughs> it throws me off if my background's different. Not. So I appreciate that if your background's different, it's it's weird for you. But you'll get used to it. Or like once you're in your a fish room. Right, yeah. Well, so this, can you see the green carpet? It makes it like it's grass. <laughs> I like um, it. I think you should keep it. But I know that, you know, the wife will make you get rid of it, won't she? <laughs> oh it's not her it's me i the i like carpet but this carpet's probably been here for as long as we've been born Since the you know time, so yeah. yeah well so this house it was built in 1963 it was literally built a year after my parents were born and we're with we're we are the third owners wow so for a house that's 60 years old the first owners lived here for 20 years. The second owners lived here for 40 years. Nice. And we're the third owners. Uh, but everything's wallpaper. Everything, like every, the whole house needs redecorating. So like the hallway is pink wallpaper with green carpet and red curtains. Nice. 
<laughs> and are you are you are you like do you get lost? Are you like shit? I've gone in the wrong room. At all, yeah. <laughs> it, it, well, you figured it out. I right? don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it is. I, I'm not trying to say this like in any kind of like being a dick or anything. But it is a bit staggering. Like it's a bit overwhelming. Um, and so like when you said to me just before we started recording. Has it gone smooth? You've been all right. And I was like, no, not really. Uh, I'm being serious. Like, as in, I've kind of, F and I have gone sort of back and forth. You know, when you have like one of you goes is goes off a little bit, the other person has to be really supportive and yeah. sort of lock in. You can't both be off at the same time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we've had turns of being like, what did we do? <laughs> like, how are we going to deal with this? Because it's it took so long to move house but it also took all of our money yeah so like we have no money now like nothing um until you know we're living paycheck to paycheck again which yeah. is fine and we'll get it back and get it sorted but it means there's no money to do any of this stuff like there's no money to be like oh we'll just get new carpet we'll get new floors we'll get new curtains we'll get new whatever it's like nope we've got to live with it live with it how it is for a while and save the money back up yeah um and i'm not patient am i so no it's hard <laughs> and then also i i have uh and we'll talk about this at some point when we do the high flyers episode or whatever but i have contamination ocd meaning that you know all the germs and everything and so being somewhere where like these curtains aren't my curtains you know uh and these this carpet's not my carpet uh and the house we moved into that we just moved out of was completely renovated when we bought it so everything was like new um and so yeah it's just gonna take time to do them bits so it's been a bit two in two ways it's been a bit of a bit of a bit overwhelming one in that it's gonna take a long time to get it how we want it and then two, because it is a big house and the, I don't know how big the garden is, but it must be something you can measure, you know, like half an acre or something like it's something massive mm. and that's overwhelming as well because it I'm not, doesn't feel a hundred percent secure. Like if like someone could just jump over the fence, you know, um, I don't know, but, but I also we're incredibly blessed incredibly lucky and it will be wonderful when it's all done but i think i underestimated how much work it would take and I, time i will come and be on-site security for you if you want uh, yeah, like live in on-site security oh like the the small tiny room you're in now it's probably not that small but if you just you <laughs> when you eventually decide you it don't is. want that room as your office i could just stay in that room mm -hmm. Okay. Do a little patrol around the house every now and then. Yeah. Look around yeah. outside. Just make sure you're safe and that your family's safe. Um, yeah. And I'll I'll do it for free. I'll do it. You know. You know. Until you're, until you're good. I'll do that thing like in Cobra Kai where I'll bring all my my because I run my own jujitsu club now. I'll bring all my students mm -hmm. and I'll make <laughs> them patrol and do the same thing. So like okay. they're, they're there overnight just to make sure that you feel you know comfortable. I like that. I mean, until you brought up the jujitsu thing, you were basically just describing Luna, my Labrador. But 
you know, make you feel safe, live in a small room in the house. Um, but <laughs> good, tiny bed. we've got room. We have room for a second dog, so that's good. <laughs> but tell us more about the ju- about the jujitsu thing because I don't know if our listeners know about that, and it's super cool. Uh, well, okay, I've done jujitsu for twenty two years now, and uh. A couple of years, it's a couple of years ago now. Um, the jiu-jitsu club that I went to for pretty much all of that time, or well, just a bit less, uh, had to close because um, in- instructor moved away. It was too difficult. Some let's call it differences between the instructor's son, who should have taken over and should have been managing things and controlling things, wasn't. Um, and then me and my good friend Martin. Um, said we'll take over the club but we're going to run it our way and then there was too much whinging and they wanted to be too involved um the the son I mean like the person that was handing it over was like sure club do what you want you know and we were like you could come down whenever you want you'll always be welcome you know this is at the heart of it is still your club this and the other anyway it, it didn't work out it, it all went a bit horribly wrong towards the end and um the, the club closed so in um kind of august time last year me and my friend martin were in discussions to start our own club are some of our students if they want to co- come along some of the previous students from the previous club and we um kind of opened in september martin's you know, put like loads into it. Uh, I've put a bit into it, but not knowing here as much as him. He's bought like all the mats and loads of equipment. I've bought a bit of equipment, done some of the advertising stuff and um, look after the Instagram uh, when I remember to. Um, and yeah, been teaching at our own club since September. Yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. We're thinking of starting a, a kids group. We're I, I need to get in touch with you. He he wants like because you mentioned it before. He really wants to do some stuff with, um, inclusion project uh, and, and get that going. Um, but you've been mega busy and had stuff going on. He's been busy and had stuff going on. Um, and I've been waiting in the middle. So, but also he doesn't do <laughs> Zoom. He's not like tech au fait. So he wants to meet you, um, face to face. So he's just got his um, DBS check. I'm about to do mine as well because we're thinking so i can meet him i won't meet him if he hasn't got a dbs for my own protection that's exactly it no no he's got he's got a dbs check because we're um thinking of starting a like a a kids club as well um because as much as you know it's difficult teaching kids that's kind of what brings in the money so that can pay for more equipment and keep the adult clubs you know going and alive um which is our real passion so yeah, we've got a lot happening. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's you know, it's really good. So I turn up on a Saturday morning, nice and early, get all the equipment set up and ready. And I'm like, I'm the lead instructor, um, and he's like the club owner. Um, we just we go for it. Yeah, we love it. That's awesome. It's really cool. I, I was just laughing because it was like bringing the kids in, using for the money, and then get onto the the adults. That's what we like. Get onto the good I, bits. Like I, I, like, I, I like kids to come along if they're gonna pay attention and listen and join in mm. and, and, and come Take away with serious. something and feel confident and safe to do stuff but it's really difficult you've got to find the right age you've got to find that right balance it's really uh, i've been to a number of different like martial arts classes or groups and things that have a kid session like before the adult session and you see the kids 
kind of running around and running amok and it's like a bit crazy some of them some of them are really disciplined and really good and really pay attention and some of them that don't at all and it, it, it's all down to the instructor and who's who's teaching them like i want them to walk away from that experience having learned something i don't want that I, I don't care about the money you can do it for free that's absolutely fine but uh, i don't want them to take the piss at the same time so it's difficult and it's difficult when you've got young children because you know they want to do what they want to do don't they definitely yeah for sure well it's it's really cool and your instagram obviously i follow it is awesome so find dom on instagram and then find it or what what's the what's the handle uh it's at shinsakai jujitsu how do we spell that uh s-h-i-n like shin and s-e-k-a-i sakai but just just find me and you'll find you find me and you'll find that anyway so it's fine yeah follow back guarantee. awesome <laughs> follow back not on that guarantee. page on my page but not on that page <laughs> oh, okay all right let's see how you get down well <laughs> speaking of followers mm. we have not one not two not four but three 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 one for every week that we weren't here yeah like the Basically, when we don't podcast, we do better than when we do podcast. <laughs> Love that. Also, could just take a minute. Just you know, I normally go, oh, just uh, you know, I don't want a humble flex, or I use the word humble all the time. Mm. What about the opposite of a humble? What about let me put my balls on the table? How about that? <laughs> How about that? It's a new table, Dom. I got a new desk. My other desk, do you remember, was like built into the wall mm. kind of thing. So I had to buy a desk. This shit's fucking walnut, baby. <laughs> walnut. F hates it. She hates it with a passion. Oh, I love it. Walnut. I don't think I can show you because I'm on a de- I have a desktop now, but it's <laughs> walnut. Anyway, <laughs> besides the point, uh, some of the some of our contemporaries. Mm. Like we we got we was on this like Canadian podcast back in the day, and they was cool. I'm not gonna give names or nothing. They were fine. They weren't really our vibe, but they were fine. And they was asking us questions afterwards about oh the Patreon and how you do this and how you do that. They I think they had like one Patreon member, mm. one like as in and that's cool. Like if we to have one person is just it crazy. But I think we. Sometimes I don't think... I think we underestimate... We've done pretty well, man. We have, like, over 70 members. Like, paying members. It's insane. So thank you, people. It is so mind-blowing. Like, I take my balls off the table. They were figurative. <laughs> they were never there, really. It's a joke. The walnut's real, but my actual nut's not real. Well, they exist, but they're not on the table. <laughs> they exist in my body. Well, not in my body. They're out. It happens at birth, isn't it, Dom? There's at some point during the gestation period. There's a dropping. There's certainly a dropping. They drop. Have they dropped? (laughs) I mean, my voice was very high for a long time (laughs) as a child. Mine too. (laughs) Do you think we have high voices now? Yeah. No, you don't. Compared to regular men. Hello, I'm Simon. That's your voice. Soulless. Regular men. <laughs> We're never the regular men. <laughs> well, speaking of some super 
non-regular, what's the word if you're not, extraordinary, special people, we have three new members. Mm. It's exciting. Welcome. We'll start at the bottom and work our way up. <laughs> Do you know what I like, by the way? So I got like, <laughs> I got, I got, I got this new... <laughs> I got this I got this iMac and I have you have to set stuff up and whatever. And when I went in to go to our Patreon to put out the alert yesterday that we'll be doing our watch along tonight, I clicked Patreon Ravens and it just brought us up our page as if I wasn't a member or as if I wasn't the administrator. And so it showed me it from the perspective of someone that would be signing up. I was like, this is dope. Look at that artwork. Like, <laughs> just super happy with our own work and with Ali's, our illustrator's work. Did you ever put but the, it, the tiny, the new tier in? What was the new tier? You no, were, the new tier like was a, like... Like a new tier that was just like $1. One bench warmers or something. Bench, bench yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the bench. The towel collectors. <laughs> sweat towel. Sweat, oh, it should be called sweat towel. Sweat towel collectors. <laughs> That's happening. I'll do that after this. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's so good. No, I didn't put it. I will. I'll oh, add that. I've but got a quick question about the iMac. What colour did you get? The silver one. Baller. Well, F got a colour. So get? she got... We, we bought we had our macbooks at the same time and both of them were about to blow up hers was blowing up more than mine um and so we got imacs at the same time now the colors go this is the whole thing as well right <laughs> so do people care about it I don't know. if you certain colors are only available at different models right you know you've got like the base model the next model the whatever yeah, yeah. certain colors are only available at different levels yeah the um, higher you go the the more features colors and all that you get so you the get more like, colors yeah, yeah you yeah. get like the orangey color yellow green blue beautiful colors beautiful colors yeah there's a yellow like bright yellow that's the one she got nice it's nice. like bright yeah it's kind of like gold yellow um it's dope though man like the like the the mouse is yellow the keyboard oh man well, you might have this because your MacBook is way newer than mine, but the keyboard has um, the fingerprint. So you use your fingerprint to look. Does yours already have that? Yeah. And my work right. one. I'm, I'm, I'm new to the game, baby. My my work one will be like, is, is your MacBook like brand new? iMac. Yeah. Oh, sorry, iMac. Yeah. So you've got a little circle. Yeah. Because on, yeah, on yeah. this, I've got like a touch pad sort of thing. I've got like thing. The, the toolbar thing. And it, I've got the touch yeah. bar. And next to that is a button for your fingerprint. But on my well, yeah. my work MacBook, which is newer than my personal MacBook, it has like a small circle that has the touch bar, the touch yeah. thing for it, for the basket, which is the same as what you had on your keyboard, on your Magic keyboard. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's super dope. But the most annoying thing about this, so this is the latest iMac. But yeah. there's rumours that the next iMac will be out at the end of this year. So it's like, for fuck's sake. So by the end of this year, the next one will be out. But I couldn't wait because my laptop, the hard drive wouldn't read anymore. Yeah. But that's the same as like when you buy a phone. You get a phone and the fucking the next one's out in no time at all anyway. So don't worry about it. It's good. It's all good. It's all the same yeah. shit anyway. 
they'll, they'll just add like yeah. one new element so don't worry it's all good love it anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. new ravens are probably thinking what the fuck are they talking about this for <laughs> say my name yeah, bitch. Realize, <laughs> say my name say my name you're acting kind of shady in calling me a raven say my fucking name <laughs> <laughs> i like it <laughs> uh I also realized when I was packing up my computer to like to move, you know, I was like, it doesn't read my hard drive anymore. Mm. Just the wire had fallen out of the back. Just plug it in, Simon. Plug it in for fuck's sake. Ah. Well, <laughs> okay. So start at the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Started from the bottom. Now my whole team's fucking here. Is that the lyric? You don't know, Drake. I don't know Kelly Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. I think I, I, I'm, I'm going to pronounce this as I see it, but uh, we had a really good conversation. She's lovely. She's from Northern Ireland, which makes me think that the I'm going to pronounce it like the American way, and there's probably like a Irish way. So hopefully you will get it. <laughs> Is it Siobhan? <laughs> so I'm sorry I'm sorry if I get this wrong but I see it as Sierra C-I-A-R-A 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 is that not Kira? That it's like the Irish Kira? yeah isn't that how Sierra you know my goodies my goodies you know Sierra is <laughs> yeah, that not you mean. yeah 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 or is it not um, is it Vicky or Should I Chiara? put it into Google? Should I put it into Google? <laughs> Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Why don't we ask beforehand? Say, hey, we really <laughs> want to get your name fucking right. Could you just send us a little recording of how you would say it? Because it we, is exactly... Well, Sierra is exactly spelt exactly the same as in my goodies. Uh, this is saying it's... Hang on. Play it. Yeah, play it. Okay. Kiera. Ki- yeah, Kiera. Kiera. I used to have someone who worked for me that spelt it C-I-A-R-A, which is the same, right? And they were yes. uh, uh, Kiera. Okay, so, so we're we'll going to go with Kiera. We'll go with Kiera. If it's wrong, we'll do it again, but we'll need them to send us a recording of how they say their name. Or just tell us phonetically. But we'll go for Kiera. But, but that is our guarantee. It's like you've got the follow back guarantee. We've got the redo the shout out guarantee. We'll get your name we right guarantee. <laughs> yeah. So right. So let's re let's reload that. So Dom coming in at junior varsity is Kiera. We've had a few weeks. A few weeks out. A few weeks that we haven't been here. A few weeks that we've not been present. But that's not to say that our team have not been working hard. They've been training. Mm-hmm. They're out on the court. They're practicing, shooting hoops between each other, bit of one-on-one, sometimes a five-on-five. Who, who knows? They're just they're just doing stuff and they're practicing. They're having a look at their new jerseys that may or may <laughs> not be turning up, but, you know, they're getting ready. There's sweat towels Tonight. on the floor. There are sweat towels <laughs> all over the floor. But this one person who's joining who's just joined Junior Varsity <laughs> is not picking up those sweat towels because you're not a sweat <laughs> towel picker-upper anymore. 
No way. I'm not having it. Because, Kiera, and I hope that's right, you just became a raven! Hi. I can't wait. I can't wait for the first Sweat Tower Collector person to join. (laughs) If any of our ravens downgrades to be a Sweat Tower Collector, I will dedicate an entire episode to you. Oh, my God. I'll be like, no, we'll remove them, kid. On how you've fallen (laughs) off. Well, that was was what I was trying to... Great shout out. That was the thing I was trying to say, is if you go onto our Ravens page uh, as someone that's going to sign up, it says our free tiers junior varsity varsity and hall of fame and then it has like a star over hall of fame and says this is the most popular tier nice there you go i thought that's pretty dope it's pretty dope (laughs) okay but we're not finished there baby coming in at varsity mark mark Simon's looking away, he's laughing. He's got the old giggles on. Maybe he's had too much cause light. <laughs> We've got Mark. Mark's here. Mark, junior varsity don't need you anymore. No, look at... Mark, over here, look at me. That's it. That's better. I want that eye contact, Mark. And I want you to feel this. And I want you to sense the seriousness in my voice as I say this to you, Mark. Because, Mark... You just became a raven. <laughs> yes. Come on, Mark. Let's go, Mark. Let's go. Okay. Last but not least, we've got someone else coming in of RC. It's a double header. They've waited they've waited a while for this shout out because of our, our break. We're not calling it a hiatus anymore. But coming in at varsity, we have Heather. 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 Heather, Simon said, but Heather, there's a TH in there, and that's important. We're going to make sure <laughs> we get your name right and get that on the back of the shirt because, Heather, you are coming in at an important level. We've got Mark joining mm. you and Heather, the absolute duo of glory. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Mark and Heather are the duo of glory because there's no one better than you two in this league, in this team. And Heather, you're listening, Heather, Mark wasn't quite paying attention but i'm sure <laughs> i've got your attention heather you just became a raven Ooh, yeah yeah i love it i'm fucking pumped <laughs> i wish i could chest pump you right now <gasps> yeah <laughs> right there yeah <laughs> chests are touching they're bumping let's go okay let's talk about this episode man because well, well, this is a doozy. I, I put this on while I was painting this room. Right. <laughs> half, half of the room. I've only painted half of it. And I, I need another couple coats. I don't know. Uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, but I watched this episode back two and a half times. Ooh. I thought, two and a half. Yeah, because I thought, well, I'm going to get... I want to be prepared. It's the first time back um for a while and i also know from the watch along that you hated this episode so i thought <laughs> it's gonna be great and i thought maybe we could start with some <laughs> my least favorite part but then also my favorite part is all of the walking around a loud concert with oh. hey so i just want to say 
thank you so much for everything tonight in case I don't get a chance to to tell you. But, you know, it's going to be kind of crazy because we're backstage and of course... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but it was one person doing that, and the person they're talking to was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I'm really glad to be here, and, and happy to help." <laughs> yeah. And they had absolutely no intention of shouting. It was just also there's one moment where there's just a random helicopter noise. What the fuck uh-huh. was that about? Military. Oh fuck off with the military thing. Come on, they were at a concert, but I, were they at an active base? Is that the point? <laughs> I think that was the point. Oh, yeah, it was this military one helicopter going over. Nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. The nonsense. chopper. Well, I thought just before right we do this, just in case someone hasn't watched, I think we just a one line summary in case you've you've forgotten. This is the episode where there is a the USO concert that Peyton is putting on, and Haley is performing at, and Mia is performing at, and then in the backdrop we've got drama happening with Millie and Mouth because uh Mouth is being heavily flirted with by forgot her name. Gigi and we'll talk all about that. And then we've also got the drama going on with Peyton and Lucas and um Julian. Oh my god, it's gonna say Austin. Yeah, Julian, Fucking Austin hell. Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it two and a half times. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd, so, for, I'd forgotten what episode it was until I watched it today, and I went, "Oh my god, this!" <laughs> and at least I remember their yeah. names. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan, and Nathan and Q, and Nathan and Q. Yeah. Okay, so wh- who do you want to start with? Which Fred? It's difficult. It's really difficult to pick because some of them have actually got fairly big storylines in this. It starts with Haley. Should we go down the Haley road? She, cause sure. she's, she's having her dream, which turns out to be a bit of a nightmare. She forgets the words of her song and she wakes up and it, it's everything's fine. But you know why she shouldn't have had a nightmare about this is because you can't forget words when you're miming. Well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Just What's have... to worry about? They're just going to play the track in the background. You've just got a mouth over it. <laughs> just hold the mic never... close enough to your face. No one will know that you're not saying anything. <laughs> that your mouth isn't even <laughs> fucking moving. Uh, uh, it also, uh, the song that she ends up playing mm. is wouldn't be a good song to play live. Because it's kind of there's so many like dead spaces of noise, like of like ha- her doing Halo live would be a vibe. Halo, Halo, when you look at me, like and you'll get the you'll get like the crowd involved. This was like an like a like an abstract album track. <laughs> yeah, this is um. <laughs> This is uh, track 12 on disc two, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? No one, no one's getting that far in, are they? <laughs> no one's making it that far. <laughs> but that, that was like, you know, we got a different producer in. We just threw some stuff at the wall to see what would stick. It was We were testing for the new out al- for the next album, if anything. We're not going to play this live. Well, I mean, they played that song because it was the song that they could cut away from and go and have conversations and so on and so forth. It wasn't, a, right. it wasn't like an important one, was it? It wasn't a biggie. So it was like, a well, that's why there's so much dead space in it. So you could have 
yeah have audio over the top go and have a chat where you're absolutely screaming at someone who whispers back to you you know it's just nonsense but i i i didn't like the song i didn't enjoy her her song and i also thought that um our raven might have picked that as their favorite song because it's kind of you know it's kind of an easy choice it's kind of an easy choice isn't it i'm gonna pick hades song um and then i thought no we've you know uh it was meant like uh deidre was meant to join us today but couldn't make it um because of work so trying to plan for her to come on next week um and and or or whenever really we've got she can come on whenever she likes and um i i I sort of thought back over previous episodes that we've recorded with her and she's been quite brutal like we have before so i think she would have gone yeah what a terrible song i'm gonna pick something else so yeah i took it back i I I took my thoughts back no i like that i like to think something and be like nah yeah a little argument with yourself yeah yeah I think Deidre's, yeah, she would, I think she probably picked this episode because she wanted to pick it apart with us. Mm. If we're wrong, Deidre, let us know. We'll find out when we chat to you, when you do get to come on. But yeah, okay, so Haley's, yeah, she's nervous. She's worried about forgetting the words to her song. We There's some stuff with... Where Lucas comes over to talk, we'll talk about Lucas later, but he comes over to say that he punched Julian. Yeah. And there, Nathan and Haley are enjoying the fact that the drama isn't about them. Mm. And that's quite nice and playful. It's nice to see them in that happier environment. Yeah. And, and I think it's nice to have that kind of brotherly connection and best friend, what was it, Haley being the best friend connection and to to kind of have those laughs and make those jokes at each other because i feel like we don't get that enough really we don't get that that often mm. anymore um or really like at all because they, they Haley and uh, lucas would always like wind each other up and take the mick out of each other but we don't really see that that much or, or as much as as we probably should so it's good to have that and then nathan like poking fun at him as well and saying come on just you know you got to do the do the movie and, and get it made and stuff and lucas being stubborn and uh, a little bit arrogant and moody just kind of being himself really so it was really, <laughs> right. it was it was like they, they were kind of like back to back to normal kind of thing and it it felt it felt good it, it felt like good moments with with those three in particular i know they were short and it was short-lived yeah. um but yeah then Haley sort of goes out and does her ting and nathan is on like bed rest because he hurt his back he comes in with the wheelchair doesn't he and he's kind of joking and messing yeah, about yeah. and she's like it's not funny and um he's really sort of pondering his his existence and she's struggling to remember the words of her song and uh, like i think you know probably quite rightly nervous it's a big gig she hasn't done one for a while but this their episode is very much um regurgitated therapy is how mm. i felt about the, those two uh, uh, yeah. the, the stuff that Haley says to Derek was just like, who in their right oh, fucking mind would my say gosh. any of that I'm shit? So g- it made me think of it. Made me think of uh, <laughs> you know the bit in Wayne's World when uh, Wayne's like, we'd never sell out for uh, any sponsorships, and then it's just like Pepsi, the taste <laughs> of a new generation, and he's yeah. wearing like all the Reeboks and everything. 
it felt like that in that if you were making a parody of a teen drama, like a scary movie type thing, this is what it would be. The what she comes out with. Sometimes I think that people just, you know, choose their own happiness regardless of how they've been hurt in the past. It was... I like the sentiment. It's a nice, I thought what you're saying is yeah. great. Yeah, it's a nice. But to message. come out with it so so fluidly and per- articulately and perfect at 22 years old, <laughs> it was just like fucking ridiculous. Like, like, yeah. Like obviously, Derek was questioning and saying, "Oh, like you still touring? You still doing this? Still doing that? Like because you're like a superstar." And she was like, "No, like if she'd said no, because like my family is so important to me and things hadn't been great." like for a, for a long time but we're finally in a really good place and we're happy and we're comfortable and she's obviously being edged into touring again he's being edged by his you know conscience that is cue into basketballing again and that's that's the potential separator but the both of them then have this as i called it regurgitated therapy that was here's a line that's given to us by you know someone who's you know written a book on you know therapy and handling couples therapy or something like that and let's talk about our family and this is what we're going to go with and yeah but the words that she was using it just wasn't natural it wasn't normal it was mm. just like i've learned these lines i'm going to get these lines out as quickly as i possibly can mm-hmm. and you're going to nod and smile and we're going to hug and and that's kind of it mm-hmm. and then a random helicopter will go over that is unexplained <laughs> yes exactly that exactly that but it's yeah. kind of the same for nathan as well because nathan says the same thing like there's more to life than that i've got my family happiness is holding jamie holding my wife seeing them mm, smile every day that's all, a dream all come true yeah yeah it was all of those kind of moments but that's kind of what Haley should have said as well she was i think she was given lines to come across as intelligent it just came across as just off and it was just a bit strange it's just a bit odd um but they both had the same sentiment they're both kind of saying the same thing so the sentiment is nice, but it's just done in such a bad way. Yeah, no, I fully agree. I, and shout out to our Raven uh, supporter, listener, Deontay. He is an actor and he has on his Instagram some like, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? When you're like showcasing um like line readings where you know you've got like a blank screen behind you and you've like like a self-tape of doing different monologues and things mm-hmm. and i think it's quite successful like i can see like show he's been in like yeah show show reel, that's it and i can see he's been in like you know um you know like commercials or like um you know videos and they're proper thing not proper you know production type things really cool but on there he has a a monologue a one tree hill monologue and it's this scene and he's morphed together nathan and q's dialogue and he's kind of doing both of it but as one and it's really good the deontay i've stalked you on that one and i've watched it a few times i really like it um because the way he does it is he he has like a twist on it of doing it a bit different from he's sort of saying you know you're doing it because you don't want to be in the wheelchair. It's like, nah, you're doing it because I can't remember what the lines are now, but it's like, you know, you're scared. You're this, you're that. It's like, you're, you're the best version of you when you're going after your dreams. And there's nothing selfish about that. Like, I think that that's actually really good sentiments of saying that, 
you can't be scared to go after what you want to go after. Um, but I guess there's also a balance to it because you, your family and everything else is also important. It's you got to find that mix. I mean, that that sounds really cool. So well done, Deontay. Like, send that to me. I'd love to see that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. What would have been really interesting is if they kind of lent into that and this kind of psychological angle with Nathan a bit more. Like, the, it, it's not a comeback. You know, I waited at the river court for you for ages and you didn't arrive. And he's he's shouting at himself. There's no one there with him. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. And they should have played on that a bit more, I reckon. What, I, a I think fight what club really in cool it, like is, showing him on his own. Yeah, show him on his own. Do the scene with, with Q, then do the scene without Q, but you're saying Q's lines. And just show mm. that you would be saying... Because have you ever... You, you've got an, quite an active imagination, you know. Have you ever... <laughs> have you ever... You must have done someone else's lines in your head. Like, I would, like... You're Every imagining day. something like, I'm going to say this, and they're going to say this. And it does happen. People do it. I do it all the time as well. So I'm sure that would have been good to, to put in and have that in and where that would have led to. And it, it kind of feels mm-hmm. like we've signed off Q now, though. Kind of feels like I, I'm in a good place, Q. I'm okay. You know, I, I, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to go for my dreams. And he's going to, he's like, be the best you you can be. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be the best me I can be. And then he fades away and it's kind of like, bye. And, and that was kind of it. Because he makes him jump, doesn't he? He scares him initially, like mm-hmm. at the fridge or whatever. And then he disappears. So to me, it kind of feels like Q is like, signed off now he's kind of gone he's kind of like hans in uh oh no now i'm just thinking of hans booby is nothing like is <laughs> nothing like that hans yeah he is not that hans he's like hans in the mighty ducks when yeah. uh he says to gordon teach them to fly you know and it's uh he sort of gives him the montage that brings him back to doing it properly um yeah well, I, and yes, I definitely, I have full-on conversations with myself all of the time and I can hear other people's voices and what they would say. I'm sure I've done it with you before where mm. I could think of something I'm going through and then I could hear what you would say in your voice. And I've had also, I've had other times where someone might have said something and then I think about it later that day, the next day. And then I say some, what I wish I'd said, some confrontational thing, or yeah, whatever, you're a fucking sponge, or whatever, (laughs) I don't know, whatever it may be, right? That's like some clever thing. And then I remember, I'll think about what they will say back, and I have a full-on, like, conversation conflict. And then it could be a few days later that I'll remember that and be like, yeah, I can't believe they said that. And then I have to remind myself that that wasn't real. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) They didn't say that. It wasn't real, and you're going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I've, I've I done think... that as well. I've done that as well where I thought, oh, what a cock, and then gone, hang on a minute, they weren't being a cock because that was all in <laughs> my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now you're right. If they had shown him, I, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Uh, that's a bit non-One Tree Hill, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, they don't really show... Like, do you remember when... Well, but no, the, I guess they did kind of show the that. The dead seem to have so much influence. Like, Keith has had so much influence since dying. On of course, Yeah, well, of I was I was going to say about... Do you remember when Bevan was, like, fantasizing about skills at the water fountain? Mm. And then it showed... And then it flipped to her and showed her just sort of staring into space. And so it did actually show 
the other side of it. Yeah. And then Skills just walked past and she was like, oh, like sort of caught herself. So yeah, it would have been cool if they had done that in a more serious way, but with Nathan, I agree. But uh, yeah, like I said, I think we're kind of done with that. Like Q is... Like, hey, because they didn't need me after all, and it was, you know, all I think I think he's be the best you can be. Well done. See you later. We might see him in a crowd one day, sitting and he vanishes. <laughs> you know, someone runs past and he vanishes. That kind of thing. You know, he's yeah, he's yeah. gone. You know, when Nathan's playing ball again or whatever, proper ball. I I did like some of his line delivery. I know that you didn't think much of him as an actor, did you? But I I like some of his line delivery. It was like. That really pisses me off, Nate, you know, and saying, what are you going to do? Just sit on the sofa and watch ball, like scared to live. Like I thought it was, you know, you get to do it. I don't get that chance. I thought, yeah, yeah. it's good. I would agree. Totally agree. Okay. Well, shall we talk about mouth? Like switch lanes here. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I don't know how I feel about all of this. It's really uncomfortable to watch, isn't it? Like just Gigi in general and the mouth situation. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously not, he's not pushing back probably as much as he should, could, whatever. Mm-hmm. But also she's drunk, she's a mess, sick on herself. I'm going to put her in the bed and I'm going to go and sleep on the sofa away from her. Should he have just said to Millicent? She's in absolute state. I was on the sofa. She was in there. It wouldn't be that much I of think, an issue. Well, I mean, I think Brooks yeah. says pretty much exactly that as well. She, but he should have messaged her that night and just said, "Hey, just so that you know, Gigi's done what you know, uh, been sick and done whatever. I put her in the bed. I'm in. So just to let you know, you know." Because you live here too, just to mm. just to be up front with you. There's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just he's not being fully up front. And then he's also not, like, he sort of told her at the end. But he just needs to be like, hey, just stop. Like, I have a girlfriend and we're at work. And we're trying to work here. And you're upsetting my girlfriend. I thought the, a really poignant line that Millie said was, Mal said, I'm just trying to be respectful. And he said, she said, yeah, but you're being respectful to the wrong girl. Mm. And that's totally right. I, the bit that made me feel uh, uncomfortable with it was how they're treating Millie's virginity and Brooke being like, oh, it's like finding a unicorn and all of this stuff. It's like, I just really, I think that's showing the time period they yeah. was filmed in. I mean, and then Brooke who you know kind of throws herself at everyone and anyone uh, a lot of the time so it, it you've got complete polar opposites haven't you but she does kind of try and pull it back a little bit where she says you know no don't rush into it because Melissa's well maybe I should just sleep with him kind of thing and, and she's like no no don't rush into it don't do that don't you know kind of kind of ruin your principles kind of moment but um it did feel really like awkward, like, really? You're like, never, 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 never. And it just kept, it went on for a little bit too long. It's like, does it really matter? It's not, it's not a big deal. I mean. She she said, not, you know, not anything. No H, no J, no B. And I was like, okay, H, hand job, right? B, blow job. What's the J? 
I was like, who's that? Is that something I don't know? I'm like, I need a textbook. I need <laughs> I, my what? what? I, I guess. <laughs> you don't know? I don't know. No ideas either? No. All right. Let us know, people. <laughs> right, that's... Well, I think she said H, J, and B. I feel like that was the order. I might have that wrong. But I was like, what, what, what's that one then? Was it H, J, B? It's a hand job. Maybe. Maybe it's H, J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, the, do you know what I think would have been a more interesting way of doing it? Would of, She was saying, I, I, um, you know, I don't sleep with him and, you know, he has needs and this, that and the other. But they don't really do anything with that. Like, it would be interesting to have those conversations with Malf and Millicent. Not saying that he would be, like, pressuring her and saying... But just having that as kind of a... That's not playing into any of this stuff, you know? And I'm not saying it should, but it is a, it is a drama at the end of the day. So we do need to have something there for them to learn from, evolve from, or whatever... Um, but maybe actually on second thought, maybe it is playing in, and that's the point: is that she's having these insecurities, and Mouth just needs to be more aware, self-aware, and say, "Hey, this is. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff with me. I'm here to be patient, and I appreciate your wishes, you know. Yeah. But also, it would uh, maybe we should see him have some sort of struggle to learn from i don't know what do what do you think yeah i guess so i guess he needs to make mistakes somewhere and and have that kind of upheaval like i said i always thought it would be a trousers down in the office kind of situation because he's spilled beer or whatever and turns out it's a she's in his t-shirt in bed in his bed while he's on the sofa fully dressed tie still on you know didn't even take his tie off to go to sleep, which I thought was a bit weird, yeah. but, but you know, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but they really like over-sexualized Gigi as well, like hugely. Like, oh and, yeah. And, and when she's like, "Oh, you can have your shirt back," and takes it off, and it's just like, I think, I think you've done enough. I think there's enough with you just being in the t-shirt and, uh, and yeah, then to to not have to do that, um, and him nearly have a heart attack. But yeah. And if you threw up the night before you would be so hungover and like have, have such horrible breath and such horrible burnt throat from the bile and all of this stuff. I don't think the last thing you'd be thinking about is trying to uh, seduce someone or be sexy or whatever. Yeah, end up with a python. <laughs> oh, God. H, J or B, who knows? Or P. Oh God! <laughs> oh, okay. Oh God! He's had a hiatus and he took it there. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Oh dear. Uh, uh, that, uh, that, it, she's just annoying. I like. I think. I don't think there's a single person that would watch this and be like, "Oh, Gigi's just misunderstood." It's like, no, she's just annoying. So I think they could have just done more with it to tie into this Millie's insecurity about her virginity. There could have just been something. It's like there's some sort of storyline here, and they didn't thread it together. So well, it, I mean, it's 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 exactly that though, isn't it? You've got the the virgin girlfriend who's lovely, sweet, kind, 
this, that, and the other. And then you've got this girl who is very over-sexualized, throwing herself at you. The temptation, it's angel and devil, isn't it, on your shoulder? That's kind of what they're doing to mouth. That's mm. the whole. That's the but whole he, situation. Is is to see how far he'll go if he does at all. And um, it's just, I don't think it's needed. I don't think it's necessarily needed. Mm. But we do have to remember early two thousands or mid two thousands teen drama. They, it's the yeah. sort of shit they're going to throw in there, isn't it? So for sure, he he just but he just doesn't seem conflicted. Is like I don't think we believe as viewers that he's going to do anything. It's like, it'd be better to have a little bit of like, he looks like even if he's not going to, which like we'd hope he wouldn't, but it'd just be good to see a little bit of conflict. Cause like otherwise it's just, it, yeah. Otherwise it's just annoying. Like we just want her gone because she's in the way. It's like, I'd rather like to see him be tempted a little bit, not to say that I want to see that happen, but it's drama at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. But, okay. What do what what do you have a prediction? I I think Gigi will go soon. I like maybe she'll see out season six. I think we are we at halfway point of the season yet? Probably not quite. Yeah, uh, I think tonight's episode will be halfway. So we're like there or thereabouts. I think maybe she'll see out the rest of the season, but I almost think he might turn around and go. I don't need an intern anymore. Go away and like get rid of her, or she's got to go back to. Uh, university or college or whatever and, and she'll just disappear uh, like we're kind of hoping that that's kind of draws a line under her and she goes away um and Malf and Millicent can just kind of move on I don't know what they're going to do like did she has she ever outlined that she's waiting for marriage Millie uh I don't think so is she not like, I don't know whether they'll like chuck in a you know, a scene of them at some point. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't, just don't know. I just don't know how to describe it, okay, without being I didn't weird. know what you was going to say. <laughs> I thought you was going to go full hog and just be like, I just don't know if he's going to break a hymen or not. I'm just oh not sure. Oh, God. Jesus Boys club, Mouth's boys all confused. <laughs> Mouth's all confused. It's like, oh. there's blood and I don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> Mate. And she's all confused and she's like, are they all this size? <laughs> this is the worst experience of my life. Oh, dear. And Gigi's just <laughs> laughing in the corner. <laughs> oh, dear. We have, we have a majority female <laughs> audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. So oh sorry. Dear. Anyway, I've no idea what's going to happen with him. I hope Gigi disappears <laughs> pretty soon and they may, you know, consort with one another. <laughs> Coitus, perhaps. Yes. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. What about Mia's back? Yeah. She's a bit irritating, isn't she? I would say she's a little bit obnoxious. She's just a bit annoying. She's like, I'm a, I'm a superstar. Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> great. And like, your teacher's really cool. And uh, how's it, what's it like being my friend? <laughs> it's like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm really not interested in her <laughs> at all. Please do more. Please do. <laughs> can you be, can you be her talking about life on the road? <laughs> life on the road is great. <laughs> I love it. That's so good being on the road. I, I, I'm single, y'all. 
Oh, oh no god! One, no one fucking cares. Love, just sing the song and piss <laughs> off. <laughs> That's what I should that. have said. That should be the. Exact, I would have loved if it was it. an audience of me. That would have been the exact reaction. No one gives a fuck. Sing the song and piss off. <laughs> I I don't know if you saw it. I re- I reposted a Instagram reel the other day, and it was this girl being like, so. Genuine question, oh, yeah. butt or boobs? And it just flipped to a guy that basically could have just been you or me with a, a Lego yeah. Millennium Falcon. And he was like, neither. Let's talk about the Star Wars Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this Lego piece is the most pieces of all Lego. <laughs> so yeah, it's so perfect. It's good. It's exactly right. Just, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. But yeah, that's so that's so funny. I did like her song though. I can't lie. Oh, I can't even remember it. I couldn't remember. I couldn't. She kind of sings like <laughs> this. <laughs> but I'm doing Halo. And a Halo when you look at me. But still. Oh, I've gone into Haley. I didn't understand anything she was said to Haley as well. It was really. I have a, I have a friend called Paul, right? I'm going to name him. You and have another friend. Well, I, I say friend. He's more of a friend of a friend. And I've known him, right. I've known Paul for a, lo- a long time. I've known Paul for about... Longer than you've known me? No, 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 no. Like, when I say long time, I say like, I mean like 10 years, maybe 15. Okay. But let's okay. say let's say 10 years is a good benchmark okay. of how long I've known Paul. More comfortable with And there are more so many periods 10. of time where he said something and I have, a, I have no idea what he said. Absolutely not got a clue what he's talking about. Or like, actually don't understand the words coming from his mouth and i just go along with it and i i've smiled and laughed at so many things and i haven't got a clue what he's saying he could be telling me <laughs> just said a horrible home homophobic s- joke yeah. sort of racist <laughs> yeah. joke you're just laughing along, and like, I just <laughs> laugh along yeah he thinks i'm one of him but I, that, like and i've said this so my girlfriend knows him as well and knows uh, like we, we always to work together and i used to say this to her saying there's just moments where i just don't understand what he's saying I just don't get it. And um, it just doesn't go in. Like, I just cannot compute what he's saying. But is it his accent? He talks... He's from Stevenage, so he doesn't have, like, a weird <laughs> accent or anything. He just... He's just, like... Like, like mumbles. Part mumble. There's words joined together that shouldn't be joined together. And it's just... I just don't get it. I just can't understand. I can't make out what he's saying. And I know... I'm sure we've all got this person in our lives that we just don't quite understand. I mean, there used to be a woman <laughs> called... Bridget as well that used to work on the counters and she would actually be like and I was like she just talks in vowels I haven't got a fucking clue what she's (laughs) saying and I kind of get the same experience with Paul and now I kind of get the same experience from Mia I just don't know what she's saying I don't know what you're fucking I don't know what you're fucking saying it's just nonsense so when she was holding Haley's head I'm thinking is she going to kiss her is she going to headbutt her I, d- I don't know what she's doing what is she saying to her Haley was like I don't remember the first line of my song and she was like brada 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 I've been on a road brada 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 and I was like I don't know what you're saying I don't know what you're saying so I just like the guy it's like the coach in Happy Gilmore exactly brada brada exactly I, you know all the not Happy Gilmore the water I know boy. what you mean water boy yeah I was going to say it but I didn't want to upset you <laughs> I would have just been upset with myself. Well, I think <laughs> she was she was saying to Haley, yeah, the first line of of her song, and it was just meant to be 
haven't said it in a long time the juxtaposition because it was Haley supporting Mia with the first line of her song when she first performed in Trick yeah with Kevin Federline would you yeah, remember Kevin Federline was like used to batter her or whatever your girl's a cokehead like Britney and I fed her lines like Kevin bitch <laughs> Yeah, they mentioned him. They were like, Jason's in the crowd, you know, ha, 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 throwback. I think with them, their dynamic as a group of Haley, Mia, and Peyton, it's like it's written in a a book for teenage girls, pre-teen girls, Mm. like 13-year-old girls kind of thing, like written in a... Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the way the dialogue is, it's like the banter between... The unrealistic banter that then makes us all feel bad about our lives that we don't have friendships that are this good because <laughs> they'll say a mean thing like as a joke and then they'll say a nice thing that doesn't happen people just say the mean thing and there's no nice thing to follow <laughs> hey you <laughs> fucking slut i love your hair <laughs> it is In like reality, it's just hey you fucking slut <laughs> when, when i was at camp uh the we had this rule for the kids. If they insulted each other, if they gave someone a put down, they had to give them free put ups Mm. and it was like to balance it out. And it's like, they have that rule within their friendship group and no one had to establish it or enforce (laughs) it. It just, it's just code written into them. They just know it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it, It is nice, but it's just, yeah. Okay. So, right. Mia goes on. She does well. Angels and, Demons or angels and death or something. Air, airwaves. Airwaves. Angels and airwaves. Angels and airwaves <laughs> is obviously a band that is, oh, might yeah. as well be the Stereophonics to me. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah, yeah, percent. Same for me. It, it was one of those that are like, I, I'm gonna extend every word because this is how we sing. And it's awful. I hate that shit. It's not good. It's not good. That was pretty it? good. That There's was a, a good lot of impression. people that listen to us that love that stuff. I really don't oh, like yeah. it. I mean, I did pick them as my favourite song, but it's because the others were a bit shit. <laughs> that that was a good that was a good impression though. Thank you. You're mm-hmm. on it. You're on it tonight with the Working impressions. <laughs> All right, let's talk about an I. That's from. Uh, yeah, have you seen? You haven't, have you? Have you watched Bel Air? Like the new. No. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The guy that's playing Will really always emphasizes that I. <laughs> so me and F keep doing it to each other. Just like she'll be like, "Oh, can you help me bring the shopping in?" I'll be like, "I." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So Lucas punches Julian. Uh, Peyton is mad at Lucas for not being like super jealous, even though obviously he is because he punches Julian. I really like Julian, even in these times where he's sort of being antagonistic. He's being fun antagonistic, you know, when he's kind of, he is flirting with Brooke. Uh, Would you call it flirting or just being friendly? Well, I was going to ask the question, uh, when do Julian and Brooke get together? Just shaking your Jimmy. Because <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You can see it. You can see Brooke and Julian again get together. It's the only way that they can keep him in the program uh, and it have longevity. And Lucas maybe be a bit jealous of that as well, but not so much because he's got Peyton and that's what he cares about. 
So Julian, the only reason he's going to stick around is because he's going to end up getting together with Brooke and it will lead to beautiful, wonderful moments between them. Well, do you, do you like Julian? Yeah, he's all right. He's he, Like you said, he's funny, antagonistic in the right way. He knows kind of what he wants and he's going for it. And he knows he can get it as well. He's like, actually, you've signed everything over to me. So this one's getting made with or without you. I just, I'm doing it out of respect. And some of the other stuff I did, you know, did out of respect as well. You you don't think I did, but that doesn't matter. I'm just, I know I did. So yeah, and just moving on. And and he even said to Peyton, you know, it's not, it's not all about you. It's because I wanted to get this film made. I think this book need, deserves to be turned into a, into a film. Uh, and that's why I'm here. It's, you know, it's about business. You know what I'm like with business, uh, and it's important to me. So, I'm going to make it happen. He seems pretty cool. I, I quite like him, and he took the punch pretty well. You know, it was a good punch. Um, and he just, and he <laughs> I like the line, it, and he's just like, "Fair enough." I liked it when he was like, "Hey, Lucas, how you doing?" <laughs> just smacked in the face. Yeah, bosh. I, I I did actually quite like the okay, okay, okay scene. I thought that was actually. Actually, right. I thought that was pretty decent, you know, with like Peyton really like probing and asking mm-hmm. these questions and getting a bit frustrated. And he's just like, okay, okay. Cause I, I think that's kind of like a, uh, like a, like a level headed but also quite crazy response to these things. And it wasn't <laughs> getting angry and it wasn't annoying, but it was like subdued craziness. I, I quite like, I quite enjoyed it. And then he goes and smacks like him in the rigs. face and then he's like, yeah, give me some ice sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. I thought, I thought you know, it was, it was good moments. But you could definitely tell that um, from this that Julian and Brooke will get together. Almost certainly. Without a doubt. I'd put money on it. Well, In fact, I will. With who? <laughs> Me, with myself. Because, you know, everybody else has seen it. <laughs> All I'm thinking about now is rigs. You want to get crazy? You want <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. It's like, like you think I'm crazy? <laughs> yeah. You think I'm crazy? Yeah, so good. Damn you, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Damn you, Mel Gibson. Uh, he really did. I thought I'd write a letter to him and be like, your fuckery took away four films from me, you mm. bastard. <laughs> we would have enjoyed podcasting them. But, okay, well... We'll see. He's kind of like a younger Dan character. He's not as antagonistic, but he's someone that is kind of smooth. He's got that like good looking charm thing going on. He's cocky, confident, ruffles things up, but he's not. Dan is full on. Well, he's not really now, is he? Um, he's kind I, I think of he's like the perfect combination of Dan and Keith. Yeah, good call. Isn't he? He's like, he's like the, the again, the that perfect combination of the two of them he's got the swagger and the confidence and the ability and this that and the other but he's got the kindness and the caring side like the uh, an open and forwardness as well so yeah he's, mm. he's like the best of both good call well so there's other thing i didn't the one thing i did like we're splitting over episodes now one thing i did like that the ghost writer wrote in the book was that she put One Tree Hill quotes at the end of each chapter. Oh. And she put a really good one from Keith in one of them. Anyway, I think I might keep... Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So 
Brooke, the baby thing, there's a baby up for adoption or fostering or whatever, and Sam heard about it. And Sam's whole thing or arc within this episode is similar to Derek's, is that they're sort of coming to terms with the fact that they have parents that were and are absent Mm -hmm. and chose to be absent and that they have this new kind of blended family, so to speak, of you know people in their lives and that actually these people are choosing to be in their lives and they should you know try and take solace and enjoy enjoy that yeah definitely and like enjoy the moment that you're in now but sam is just like totally fearful of uh, and she describes it as being sent back to the pound is that what she says mm-hmm. um like a kind of used dog and yeah, it's it's actually really sad. It's it's a sad moment because I'm sure there are lots of people that actually do feel like that. They feel like they mm-hmm. might be replaced at any moment or sent back or like they don't belong, they don't fit, you know, something's not quite right. Um, and there's quite good sort of poignant moments. So to have those, have Peyton be the one that kind of goes, you know, she's absolutely fucking terrified that you're going to get rid of her, you get a baby and she's gone. And Brooke then having to go and explain that that's not the case. And I think it, it does round that off quite nicely. Like, to be fair, it's a genuine concern. It's a good concern to have and to feel that way as an insecure teenager who outwardly is quite secure and brave and confident and very intelligent. But to have these kind of fears that someone who has also had those fears or those, you know, you know, bad experiences in the life, uh, be able to, to register it and pick it up. You know, Peyton's had a, a tough upbringing, you know, mum dying and another mum dying and you know all the other shit that's gone on to to go she's not she's not okay with this you need to you need to have that conversation i think those moments in one tree hill are like the the the, the good moments these are the moments that are important and that should happen and and they're really key um so like more of them like the more we get of them the the, the better i think the program is but um yes that sam was pretty much involved in all of the someone shouting at her whilst there's music in the background and her not shouting back so it's quite yeah strange <laughs> yeah definitely definitely uh and Derek kind of much of the same and then it did end with Brooke getting phoning the the person back and them saying that her fostering a teenager would be an issue so that's kind of the the cliff cliffhanger on that any ideas um she's not gonna jeopardize sam and sam's kind of upbringing and comfort so no baby not yet maybe julian will give her a baby okay when they get get together they might even get married you never know we'll see we'll see (laughs) uh is that it peyton just around doing stuff that, that's pretty much it isn't it i think so um i think we've covered everyone okay well anything anyone we didn't get to we'll we'll cover it in judgments but before we get there if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not seriously though check us out rate review subscribe 
we haven't had a review in a while, particularly from the UK. The last person that left a review in the UK, we appreciate it, but it was very short. So, <laughs> come on, write some words, please. Uh, check us out, ravenshoops.net, for all of your Ravens needs, all of your Patreon needs, all of the additional content. I don't think we talk enough about what's actually on there. We're talking all of the watch-alongs are all on there, and they're easy to, to find, all chronologically listed. Uh, early access to to the episodes and of course if you're on the hall of fame uh level you get to come on the podcast with us so check us out ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but yet they also go through nets ravenshoops.net dom who is your favorite performer of this episode uh i picked james lafferty uh, I thought he did um, a pretty solid job. Really good scenes with Q. Good moments for Haley, like particularly at the end when she comes home and he, you know it's all like a sweet environment, and him kind of um, kind of putting the effort in and and kind of figuring out his life and and kind of talking through his struggles with Q. I thought he did that really well, considering Q's supposed to be dead and so on and so forth. I thought actually James came across really well in this episode. So yes, I picked him. What about yourself, young man? Well, I actually chose his counterpart in Robbie Jones in Q. Um, I re- I he made me feel the most. Um, mm. So yeah, I'll go with him. What about your favorite character of the episode? Uh, I actually picked Q. <laughs> Funny enough, um, I thought coming back as a as an apparition to Nathan is uh, has been really. Uh, has been actually quite interesting um and seeing how nathan's mind is playing out and what he thinks q thinks in a in a strange way um which has been really good and you know there's the whole discussion of jamie having an imaginary friend um and then or actually it's you know the rabbit's imaginary friend or whatever but jamie takes him and he's gone to q's brother's house um to, to play Andre he's gone to Andre's house and stay the night and whatever mm-hmm. so there's still that connection and then Q is then appears you know there's this whole conversation about imaginary friend and then he's there so yeah I, p- I pick Q what about you mate nice I, I'm actually going to pick Brooke because oh. I thought she gave some good advice to Lucas including the reminder that hey you tried to get with me the day after <laughs> You and Peyton broke up. True. Uh, she also was very supportive uh, with Sam and made some really good points there. And just all round was was good to everyone. So I'll go with Brooke. Nice. What about your favourite background performer? One line all these. Uh, there was a bloke with, uh, I think he had like kind of, I'd say long hair for a guy, but like, just sort of like below ear length kind of maybe shoulder length hair sitting in the backstage bit of the USO show with a I think he had a red cup just kind of sitting it didn't even look like he was talking to anyone it's just kind of on his own drinking um behind you know like the two ladies when they're having their scene um I think uh maybe Brooke or whoever I can't remember who was at the forefront I was just watching him in the background so yeah I picked that guy what about you I I wasn't really watching because I was painting. Um, <laughs> so, so I will go with 
any character in the crowd. Yeah, there was loads at the front, like really so happy many. people. So. so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite line of the episode? I was going to pick a poignant line and one that was that you've almost certainly picked, like that has a bit of meaning and a bit of sentiment to it. But instead, I went for Sam's line to Brooke, where she said, "You're like the new Angelina," <laughs> which I thought was mm-hmm. amusing. So I went with that. Uh, and yours? And that would have been like a uh, uh, hot topic kind of thing for the time. Yeah, yeah. That would have been super relevant at that time, yeah. yeah. I, I I have a line in particular, uh, but I I like the moment from Q when he was just like, that really pisses me off, Nate. Because <laughs> I that's the whole point is he he's not understanding that he's still here. You know, and he has these opportunities, so I'll go with that. Very mm. pisses me off, Nate. Nice. What about your favourite song of the episode? Uh, I picked "Secret Crowds" by Angels and Airwaves, but it, which was the first song that they did. But yeah, really not my cup of tea. What about you? Mia Catalano, her nice. song. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. And then last but not least is the Precious. Precious. Rating. Dom, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it decrease, increase, or stay the same? Stay the same. What about you, Simon? All the same questions. Uh, yeah, I've got a number. I had a number, got a number. I really, it annoyed me that I said decrease and increase. I normally say increase or decrease. Anyway, I have a number. <laughs> stayed the same. I, I think my number is maybe going to be one higher than yours. We'll see. Say them on three. Absolutely. One, two, three, five. five. Oh. oh. You thought I was going to go four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. I I'd considered a four when I was watching it, but I thought the Nathan Q stuff was was pretty good, and it outweighed some of the extra bad. So I I thought it just middle of the road, really middle of the road. This episode, um, I know it was like for a good cause, and there was a shout out to the Marine Corps at the end and stuff. But yeah, it was just a bit bland. So it was a five for me. Same for you. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, this is the lowest we've ever rated an episode. I think there was once a four that we got retconned to a five, <laughs> maybe. But I think five is the lowest we've dished out, and I think it's fair. Um, there are some moments I like, like the the Nathan and Q stuff. I liked, and Brooke had some good moments. So yeah, I think they kind of they kind of say it. And the feat of how they actually filmed it, regardless of the fake helicopter noises and stuff, to have that many extras and to have it all set up and the stage and everything, like I think it's uh I think they filmed it well and there must have been a lot of work to make that all happen. So we call this one a five. Thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate you all. Like we said, ravenshoops.net. Dom, thank you as always, my friend. Let's uh, let's go out on this. I guess I get to choose what. I do. This is exactly the the benefit you get of being the only one here. <laughs> Finally, then I choose your impression of 
Mia Catalana. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, bitch. Is everybody ready? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we're gonna go Ravens, I suppose, on three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One. Two. Uh -huh. Let me, grab your, let me grab your face. Three. <laughs> Ravens. Le Ravens. I loved it. Thank you.